If you love Arizona small school basketball, don't miss out on our Patreon. Here you can get bonus exclusive content that you cannot get on the podcast weekly. It's in our link tree. Go check it out. I promise if you're an Arizona small school basketball fan, you're going to love it. Here we do deep dives on teams, players, games, anything you can think of. It's a little bit of a different vibe. Don't miss out on your chance to join the small ball army. What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, where we discuss one of the hidden gems in Arizona, small school basketball. Here we talk about everything in the small ball scene. We cover scores, coaches, teams, and players. As coaches in the Valley, we understand that these teams don't get enough attention, and our biggest goal is to change that. We're here to keep you guys updated on everything small ball and ignore everything else because Honestly, Arizona small ball is just better than everything else. On our show, these guys are the stars. It is Thursday, December 15th. Reyes is here with me as always. And as you said on Twitter last night, Reyes, Fountain Hills gets an emphatic win at Scottsdale Christian, 56 to 34. We had to hop on and do a bonus podcast episode for you guys today. Uh, it's three in the morning, so we're grinding like crazy for you guys. Uh, Reyes, you actually got to go to the game. Fountain Hills fans should be excited today. Coach Bonner and his squad are in a good place to start the season. Nine I mean, how. Nine and zero right now. They haven't lost. Nine and zero. So so tell us a little bit about the atmosphere, man. Does Scott still have the best intro? Their intro was pretty cool, actually. The spotlights and all. The that. spotlight, the light came down. They're kind of recapping some of their players, and a lot of the players last year obviously were on that state championship run team, mm. and so they're kind of doing some recaps of that, a little bit of highlights from this this year so far, and then you know the spotlight gets on the players and stuff. It's a pretty cool intro, honestly. Valley Christian does the same thing, if I remember right. And I think a couple other teams do that, but those two teams, for whatever reason, stick out to me the most. I think it's, it's kind of cool for small ball teams to actually get like a big intro. And I love the difference, though, because you know Fountain Hills doesn't have that. No, they do not. <laughs> they have nothing like it that. It didn't matter, though. Did not. Oh, my God, it did not matter. <laughs> Dude. It, it was packed out. It was a pretty full house, honestly. Well, I was going to, because we haven't even talked yet because, about this. Were there a lot of Fountain Hills fans there? There's a little bit of Fountain Hills fans that came on. But not a lot, though? Uh, I would say there's a little bit. Like, for sure, there's a, like, a lot that I was more surprised at. It was a, like I said, it was a packed house. Mm-hmm. They had their little, like, student section of, like, I don't know, 15 kids, 20 kids, whatever that just came. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, fans were ready, though. They were going crazy. Um, I think Fountain Hills just kind of knew. Like, something about their demeanor when we got to the gym. They just know, dude. They just knew. They, <laughs> they just not know. a care in the world. <laughs> just ready. You know what I mean? So let's talk about the elephant in the room. You predicted this. I called this. And I did, too. We both predicted this. Don't do this right now. Dude, you had Scottsdale by 15. I did pick Scottsdale by 15. 15. So I was wrong, and I do owe you dinner. You owe me dinner. Because I was not able to go to the game. I mean, I'm pretty. Our fans listening are not surprised. <laughs> okay. So let let's talk about 
Let's just take a second and talk about Fountain Hills here. Let's talk about their defense. Mm. Okay. Um, we, we've always talked about this, and I know that you guys, maybe you guys are tired of us talking about Fountain Hills. Yo. But the fountain keeps running. The, the fountain runs deep. Okay, it's deep and wide. Hey, hey, there you go. Through the hills. Um, so there's there's so much positive to talk here about Fountain Hills. Their defense, we've talked about their half-court defense. It's really stout. You know, I was watching it over at, um, over at our coach's house, and we made the comment about both teams that they're just very saggy, you know. They're not overly aggressive. They're not going to try to get up in your grill, up at half court or full court pressure you. But Fountain Hills is just extremely solid and honestly pretty physical and disruptive. They were bumping their colors. Really, and like I said, this is like just from a live experience. Obviously, you guys were able to watch it afterwards and True. just kind of get like a different view and perspective. Um, just from what I saw at that game, Fountain Hills obviously sagged a little bit, but they were in the right rotations. Their players are there. Mm. Every time Jacob Weber, I feel like I feel like they did their details, <laughs> details. Because every time Jacob Weber went baseline, they just sent two guys. Sure. They just sent two guys on him, and, and he shot it most every time he touched the ball. That kid has the green light. Uh-huh. He I never. Get, I love this. He never met a shot he didn't like. I'm just saying. Yeah. It was crazy, and I'm pretty sure. Like I said, everybody has a bad game. It yeah. happened. I th- and I think that's what it was for Jacob Weber. He just couldn't connect a lot. Because it wasn't shots. like they were overhandling with pressure or anything like that. I mean, they're kind of like one of the guards was kind of in his grill. Not not too much. I wasn't. I guess I wasn't overly impressed with the defense as far as that, mm-hmm. like with the pressure. But yeah, that kid had the green light, man. Like I said, even like I said, his shots were not falling. He just kept shooting mm-hmm. and shooting. And then finally, Coach Anderson finally took him out. Well, but then he put him back. It wasn't like he took him out because of shots, though, I felt like. He got burned two or three times on defense, back to back to back. Well, yeah, but I just. That's, that's the only reason. He didn't, it was because of his shots. Oh, you're talking about, I see what you're saying. Okay. He yeah. got pulled real quick because he couldn't. He's with him trying hard on defense. Okay. He got burned three times. I think he got burned off the dribble. He got backdoor twice. Mm-hmm. And again, he's a freshman. He's young. Fountain Hills is a very experienced squad. You know, they're going to exploit those things. I thought the the key for this game, and I don't know, you can answer this. Scottsdale Christian took so many tough shots. And I don't know if it was Fountain Hills forcing them into tough shots or just, I mean, I've watched Scottsdale play like three times now. And in every game, I've watched them take really tough contested shots, whether it's Fan in the lane or Weber taking contested threes, you know, or like pull-up jumpers with contested. I don't know. I thought that was the key to the game. They just – Fountain Hills was a lot more patient. They were, able to, offense, like we they were able to get into their stuff, and they got looks that they wanted. And their big did really well. Their big had some really nice cuts to the lane and some nice finishes on the left-hand side. The battle of the big. I forgot Fountain Hills' big kid's name, but I'm not going to lie. Between him and Hunter Wells, Hunter Wells is a little frustrated. He almost fouled out early. Mm-hmm. He just. Yeah. And he's big, too. They're both equally mad. I think Fountain Hills' big is a he, bigger. He's bigger than him. Yeah. But, yeah, he played really well. So. He played really well. So here, here's some statistics about Fountain Hills that I think are key on defense, okay? They're 9-0 and in the season. They're holding their opponents to 39 points per game, like, throughout the whole season. That You're under 40. Like, that is stellar defense. That is, like, championship-level defense, you know. 
Um, this is another statistic because I thought this was good. I just I kept hearing the commentator say this. Scottsdale Christian, one and done. Scottsdale Christian, one and done. Fountain Hills rebounds the ball really well. They're averaging 30 rebounds per game. They box out super hard. Uh-huh. Um, so, so, but think about this, though, because this is what was blowing my mind. They're averaging 30 rebounds per game. They are holding their opponents to 39 points per game. They are almost rebounding as much as their opponents are scoring. Like, that's ridiculous. Pretty crazy. I mean, they're, they're doing a lot of things really good on the defensive end. And I think this is the reason why they're able to win. Because if you think about it, they're, if you look at their games, they haven't scored, I think, above the 70s one time in their nine games that they've played. Mm-hmm. Scottsdale Christian was averaging, I think they were averaging before this game, 83 points per game. Scottsdale Christian scored 34 points in this game. You know, so so you look at the difference. I mean, they've even put up like seventy something, like mid seventy, mid to high seventies against Santa Fe Christian in California. You know, I took that trip this past weekend. So um, there's just quit lying to our viewers, <laughs> their fans. The, their defense is stellar, and also let's talk about their offense. You know, we talk about how patient they are. Patient offense. They got Key and Or. But you know what I loved about him though? He didn't force a thing. That's what I'm saying. He was patient, and then the second he had an opening, boom, Float. killed it. Killed it. Floater. Floater. The lane. He, he shares the ball. Pass it to his big. His big, their big did a lot of work, mm-hmm. and then Aiden Logan. He played pretty tough. He was pretty. He actually was pretty good on defense. He's not bad on defense, and I mean, he is one of those players that he's not. Crazy aggressive. He's not flashy. But he does a lot of things, whereas the course of the game, if you watch him, you're like, dude, that kid impacts the game so much, you know. They're averaging 15 assists per game as a team. And and I think the patient offense leads to more assists. More assists leads to more confidence. You have a more dangerous attack all around. Kids are engaged. I just think Fountain Hills is doing a lot of things really good right now. And I think they're riding high on these on this win streak, which they should be. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, like the feeling and the energy in the gym just from the start, you know, Scottsdale back to back state champions. Mm-hmm. They have this aura about them. They're in the three because they should have been in the three probably about a couple years ago, five years ago, honestly, three to five years, whatever you want to say. Um, and you know, some people not necessarily get threatened by it, but you know, it's, it's Scottsdale Christian. Mm-hmm. You play against a really good team. Fountain Hills didn't care about that at all. No. I don't think they were. I think it's because the youth. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I mean, like I said, that Jacob Weber kid's going to be a really – he's going to be a stud, mm-hmm. honestly. I bet he shoots better. But – Well, he know, has to, right? He has to, yeah. But we were but talking this, Well, this is my thing, too. Before, you started to cut you off. But I felt like Fountain Hills ran a lot of good sets. And I feel like Scottsdale was trying to go one on one a lot. Yeah, well, and that's Michael that, Fan was trying to take kids off the dribble, which I'm pretty sure is a good shot for Coach Anderson. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not mad about that. But mm-hmm. just from the viewers' eyes, and from what I just saw, it was like they would catch, swing to either Weber. They they like forced Weber to get the ball every time, mm-hmm. and he would just throw up a three, get to the baseline. He took like I don't know how many shots. Mm-hmm. I was then, literally saying I wish that they had their stats on max preps. So I could see what his percentage was. It wasn't great. Yeah. No, it wasn't He made, good. like, probably th- four shots out of, like, 20-something. I'm yeah. not even kidding. Well, And what I'm saying, too, what we're both saying, Jacob Weber is a stud player. He's a great athlete. He's a great shooter. We know that Coach Anderson is not 
He's not crazy. He's not going to let a kid shoot like that consistently. If Unless he, he can. If he's not, if he doesn't have the ability. So we know that he has the ability to do that, you know. Uh, so everybody has bad games, and he's younger. He's going to figure out how to rebound. I think this is my thing. Well, then let's do that. What does this mean for Scottsdale moving forward? Because, I mean, this is a, you know, you, you get held to 34 points in a home loss, and you're like, they had already had a region game against Wickenburg. But, like, this is your first real region test. Hmm. If you're Scottsdale, I'm not, I don't think you're necessarily worried. I think, I guess, what I, before I even go into that, I guess I was just surprised last night that they just didn't run as much sets. Like, when Jacob Weber's not shooting well, mm-hmm. they didn't do anything different. Well, they did get into some sets at times. At times. But even, and I, I think this is what you mean by it. They did get into sets, but even when they ran their sets, the ball stuck a lot. You would catch it, hold it. Whether it was Weber or Fan. They would size up and then make some crazy two-dribble fadeaway or pump. Mm -hmm. or Yeah, it was just like... It was not Scottsdale-like. Yeah, I guess that's what what I'm trying to say. That's what the commentator was saying. You know, these are not our words. These are the commentator's words. Um, Scottsdale getting back to the basics of what makes Scottsdale Scottsdale. That's what the commentator said multiple times. And he was kind of throwing shade a little bit, which we're not going to do. But I think one of the keys... It's sunny over here. Uh, yeah, it's always sunny over here on the podcast. Y'all know that. All these kids played really hard. You know, I do... I said this on the last podcast about Scottsdale. I like the freedom that Coach Anderson is letting his kids play with. Yes. That, that's a positive, you know, because this is – Fan is way more aggressive now than he was in past years. Two you years know what I mean? Time. Even his older brother, he's way more aggressive than he was. But – and even with Weber, like, he's very aggressive. We haven't mentioned this yet, but I mean, we probably should mention this. Elijah Williams was not playing, and he hasn't played in their last two losses. So – I'm interested to see how he shakes them up, but I think a key for them moving forward is sharing the ball more. You know, how do you get your assists up? You know, if Fountain Hills is averaging 15 assists per game and they had a lot of assists in this game, I would be interested to know how many assists Scottsdale had in this game. Uh, Mm. I would say that it's probably not up to about 15 because a lot of their stuff was very... You know, run a set, somebody gets the ball, and it's very, you know, isolating on the wing, and then it's let's get to work and try to get the shot off, you know. So it's just pretty interesting. I like the freedom that they're playing with, uh, but, you know, I, I think I think they've got to figure out how to play with that freedom and also share the ball a little bit more. So this was a great game. I don't know if there's anything else you want to say before we get out of here, but uh, we wanted to break this thing down. If you don't, I got a I got a hot seat question for you. Give me a, give me a hot seat question first. All right, do you want me to get? Because like I said, it was a great win for Fallon Hills. Yep. And I like I say, it's kind of almost like, it reminds me of the Santan thing. Oh, Highland Prep was missing these kids. Well, they still won. Oh yeah, and that's why we mentioned it just at the very end for a second. It should not be a massive point of emphasis. Oh yeah, I don't think it is at all. And like I said, Fountain Hills did a really good job, and their energy right now is riding high. Coach Bonner got the bench going, this and that. The support staff between the two, I felt like Fountain Hills probably had a little bit better bench. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're maybe a little bit deeper than Scottsdale. Maybe, and like Scottsdale had a lot of kids on the bench. Right. It's just the kid. Even Found Hill's kids that he put in, they're not super aggressive on offense, but defensively they're pretty solid and stuff. Just like really, that. they understand what's up. They just, they they just know what they need to do. Like, yeah. I think Aiden Logan went out. Their big went out. And they threw in like a couple other subs. I don't know if they're underclassmen or whatever, but they kept Keen Orr in, mm-hmm. and those kids just ran and ran their sets. Pretty much got him open, yeah. or yeah, whatever. So I mean, it was pretty good to see. So like I said, shout out to Scott uh, Found Hills for getting it done in an emphatic way. I liked the that you the emphatic win. Emphat- it was I mean it was a big win, it dude. Was a huge win, and it wasn't even like a close game from the get go. Yeah, no, I, I think know. Found Hills went up eight to two, and then I was like, man, like what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then it kept dragging on. Well, and that's close, but I get what you're saying. There was a there was a feeling. Where there's a, there's some separation. Well, no, Fountain started off hot. It was like six to zero, whatever, mm-hmm. and then you know Fountain scored or yeah. Scottsdale scores, and I was like, I forget how many points Scottsdale had at the end of the first quarter, but it was for sure in single digits. If you yeah, want to look it at wasn't. Um, so while you're looking for that, let me ask you this. Ask me. Because you know this is going to shake up our rankings. Where does Scottsdale land for you? In our rankings, Scottsdale was previously two. They are currently number two for this week. Fountain Hills is four. It was 11 to six. So it was pretty close. So six points at the end of the first And then at the half, it was 27 to 17. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then pretty much in that second quarter, Scottsdale managed to score five. Or, no, I'm stupid. What is that, 11 points? And then, you know, Fountain Hills went on a little, little bit of a run. Yeah. So, where does where do I, where would I put Scottsdale? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to put Fountain Hills at number one? No. No. Uh, I'm gonna keep Valley. Honestly, I'm gonna keep Valley. Okay. Just because seeing Scottsdale play live and seeing Valley play live and seeing Fountain Hills play live, Valley's pretty good when they have Luke Shaw mm-hmm. if he's back. Yeah. Even without even without them, the Greer brothers and all them, they have a pretty stout team. Honestly, I think Fountain Hills competes very well. I got Fountain Hills at two. Mm-hmm. And then Scottsdale probably drops a six or five for me. Five or six, yeah. Because now, I can tell you right now, it's top five. It goes Fountain Well, we don't know. The, I I get, know. Yeah, at this point right now, I get what you're saying. At okay, this point right now, if I, like, when we, you know, with, the week's not done yet. It's just about to be. But just right now, what just, you know right now. Just what I know right now, you got Valley, Fountain, Coolidge, Yuma, And then Scottsdale. And then Scottsdale five. Yeah, that that's honestly who I was thinking too. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting, and these games are are really exciting to get into and watch. What's super fun now is region games have started, and we should say this now: our episode that we're releasing next week, we're going to pick region winners, which we're really excited about. So. Uh, we're really pumped about that. We feel like we got some good info right now to pick some region winners. And, uh, and yeah, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Let's go to bed. <laughs> Let's go back to bed. Okay. Hey, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day. For you teachers, students, whatever, we know you're probably in finals week or you're getting ready to go into finals week. You're almost there. You're almost done. Have a great rest of your day, folks. Thank you for tuning in for the Arizona Small Ball, Pod- Arizona Small Ball Podcast, and we'll catch you next week.